Hi, good morning and welcome to the ZP vlog and podcast. So we like to do this every um, Sunday, approximately 8am uh, because we're doing more technical webinars. These days we've gone a little bit late today, but let me jump straight into it and just talk about technical news and news that we've put out from ZP during the week. Something that we're kind of super interested in at ZP is really water quality testing. This will come up a little bit later on as well because um, one of the people interested in um, in water, one of the things that came up today in the ZP developers and webinar was actually water quality. Here, I suppose I should strictly speak and say we're talking about um, sanitation of water. And um, free chlorine is a way of sanitizing water. And there's a reagent that kind of reacts with chlorine called um, DPD, which is for anyone who likes a little bit of chemistry, it's diethylphenylenediamine. This um, diethylphenylenediamine likes to react with chlorine and it gives quite a pinkish color. So this test has existed, I believe, since the 50s. Um, I think it was a Dr. Palin, apparently, originally um, developed this test. Uh, so we're talking something, you know, it's quite a robust test in some ways. We're talking sort of 70 years later now. Um, but at ZP, we do have this technology that kind of says sensor to, <clears throat> excuse sorry, sensor to cloud. So that it does give an extra dimension, actually, to this test because we can put all the data in the cloud. That gives traceability, trackability, and transparency um, so we definitely you know sort of have sort of brought this up to date um, as I say free chlorine is actually used a lot in sanitation when you look at the sort of science of water sanitation you know it, it can be quite I, I would say simplistic is, is but it can be you know quite straightforward especially from a chemist you know there's kind of a range of sanitation tablets exist these sanitation tablets kind of hydrolyze in water and release the free sort of chlorine and so a company like um, ZP you know we can kind of come along and confirm that that water is actually there's enough chlorine in there to actually sanitize the water you can understand that if there's a large bio burden in water um, essentially the chlorine is reacting with the organic materials and is essentially diminishing so then when you put like a molecule like um, um, diethylphenylene diamine in there um, it can't react with chlorine because the chlorine's already gone. So there's a good uh, indicator of how much available um, chlorine actually is by doing these things like DPD testing. Now, I did meet, Sentiol will be mentioned a lot today, but I've always talked about Sentiol being available um, on the Android store. Um, it's also avoid, available on the Apple store as well. So the sort of, as we all know, the two big, sort of um, smart device platforms that are out there these days is android operating systems or apple's um, ios operating systems and the sensi all app which also applies to food sense as well is also available on the um, apple store as well so really big kudos to the zp engineers really appreciate the work that these guys put in um something that i'm gonna something that um it's kind of relevant to things that have, that come up in um, the ZP developer zone is, I mean, a lot of what we do at ZP is, um, you know, we kind of say, look, if you're trying to make a low cost biosensor, I think one of the best platforms for this is actually um, the glucose strip. It teaches you a lot about um, biosensing, how to make a biosensor, how to make a biosensor work. Um, and so... We do do a, um, oh sorry, we've been putting some material out recently talking about the different aspects of glucose strips, but we've been doing this really with, in the context of um, 
here's how a glucose strips works. By the way, you can you can also apply it to a biosensor. So we have talked about uh, capillary filling on glucose strips. Um, we've also talked about um, some of the enzymes or the, the kinetics of a glucose strip. Now, the fact that I might give a presentation online and I say, you know, here's the small molecule, it happens to be glucose, and here's an electrode. And by the way, side note, if you ever do biosensor development, please go for carbon. Carbon so much cheaper than gold and platinum. Please go for carbon. I can't say it more. Um, anyway, I might use glucose. I might talk about glucose strips and give a kind of glucose strip example. But please understand that these are generic lessons and they can be applied to other biosensors. Don't think that your net, your biosensor is so unique that it, it has to be gold or platinum. Please go for carbon. And in fact, when you, you know, the screen printed electrodes and glucose strips actually teach us a lot. One of the things they teach us is um, many of the low cost developer manufacturers these days are actually chosen carbon. You might as well start with carbon because it always gives you good margin and a good business model. Um, something that we do a lot of at ZP is obviously, you know, we do, um, it's not obvious, but we, we do do a lot of what we call developer zone webinars, technical questions coming from the week. Um, you know, and we understand a lot of times these questions, you know, there's no, you know, there's no monetary value associated with these questions. Sometimes these questions, sometimes are people's homework. Now, I do feel a little bit, you know, that, you know, if somebody's asking me a homework question, but to be honest with you, if I answer a homework question and I show them all my workings out, then hopefully they will get some value from it and um, you know, it'll make them a better scientist, you know, eventually. So we do do answer a lot of questions. We don't expect a monetary value associated with answering these questions. We do it as part of the service to the overall community. We do ask that, you know, if people can buy ZP potential stats or ZP um, scuba electrodes. It does really help, of course, you know, so that said, you know, we do answer the questions um, for free. Um, also, um, for me, you know, measuring chloride um, has always been quite straightforward. It's like we've done for years. And it's just sort of realizing that, you know, there's entire companies and instruments um, and they're, I, I find them quite old fashioned, actually. Uh, but there is a term out there called sort of chloridometer, which chloridometer is easy enough to say, I suppose. Um, but it's really a chloride sensor. They're often using iron selective electrodes. At ZP, we have the world's best platform for making iron selective electrode measurements. It's called Sensi All. Um, and I think uh, we just kind of putting out there a note that, in fact, it does have a um, an iron selective chloride sensor of, associated with the Sensi All platform, and therefore we can, um, we are. We can be classified as a chloridometer as well. Really nice question came in this week. Um, I mean, at ZP, let's summarize Zimmer Peacock. Zimmer Peacock is sensor to cloud. For, more, for technology developers, I, we describe it as sensor to API, sensor to application program interface. I have a little bit of a problem with that term API because I also spent some of my career in the pharmaceutical industry and API there means active pharmaceutical ingredient, i.e. the drug, so API. Any three-letter acronym does have um, different interpretations or different meanings depending on what industry you're in. But as EP, we're sensor to API. We we send sensor data to cloud. One of the systems that we have is FoodSense. Absolutely love FoodSense Generation Four. FoodSense Generation Four. This is fourth generation. We've been running this for years now, and now it's sort of come to this point where it's really cloud enabled. And so we had nice questions in this week for for food sense and they're really about measuring green chilies but the beautiful thing about it is that if these people adopt this technology they start measuring green chilies and they have a problem 
I'm really happy because actually I can see their raw data in real time. Um, I'm supporting somebody at the moment in California with their chili data. It's great because he's running tests. It automatically goes to the cloud. I, I can just go into the cloud and see it only because he's decided to share it with me. We've got to understand that data security or that data privacy only because he's decided to share it with me. So it's nice that we get questions in, can you measure green chilies? Yes, we can. If they buy the instrument, then actually I'll be able to support them online in real time. So that's, you know, it's just a joy to be where we are at today in technology stack. And when I say we, I, I actually mean the wider society. When you look at technology, I mean, I sort of think that, you know, the Babbage machine in terms of computers, I don't know, it was made like a hundred years ago. Um, Unix as an operating system started like in the 60s and 70s. You know, there's, there's, there's a moment now where actually everything's come together and we can have people like us come along, actually measure um, the capsaicin in chilies in India or California. The data goes to the cloud. At the moment, I can manually get involved with the data. But of course, you know, once you get manually involved with the data, then you can actually, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, replace me then with AI as well. But I'm actually okay with that because, you know, let's allow human beings to be creative. Let's not them having do routine data quality checking, for example. Um, today we did do the ZP developer zone. It was really quite nice. Um, we did have a special um, visitor called Ali. Ali's been a really good friend of the company for years. Really delightful person. Really happy to have him in our friendship circle. Um, and we talked about screen printed carbon electrodes. I've said it a few times today. Please, 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 please. Um, ZP does a hyper value carbon electrode on a carbon 501. Um, if you're an academic, the 501 is just perfect for you. Easy to use super high quality, super reproducibility. Question number two was really about um, water quality testing, things like salinity, oxygen, um, nitrate, phosphate. Actually, they didn't mention potassium, which they should have mentioned really, um, because that's a, a, runoff from, um, a runoff from farms leads to potassium um, contamination. All that said, um, delighted to get the question and answered it today in our ZP webinar, talked about the Sense It All platform. Somebody else, um, we don't get too much of this, but they were interested in cardiovascular biomarkers. So I said it, you know, ZP, we don't talk about it so much these days because we, we broaden out, but we are ISO 13485. We just recently did our ISO 13485 audit. We passed it, absolutely no problems. So we live and breathe quality at the heart of ZP, especially in our medical diagnostics products. And so we're happy to, to get involved in troponin I. And then somebody else wants to make a multi-analyte tester. They wanted eight i said look if you do six it's actually a lot easier for us because we we're already quite set up for six so i want to sort of say thank you very much for listening to the um vlog and podcast this week if you've got any questions for zp um, please don't hesitate to reach out to us we're pretty easy to find um and if your question is not commercial and it's purely technical you'll also find that we'll answer those questions in our zp developers and webinars which at the moment are happening twice a week because of the volume of questions Otherwise, have a good day, have a good week, and if you've got any questions, reach out to us. Okay, thanks very much.